0: Good morning everyone. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes at the Hanover Theatre. Today we have a treasured Hanover Theatre friend, Annie Karens in the house. Hey Annie.
1: Hi, good morning.
0: If people aren't familiar with you, which I don't know how, (laughs) can you introduce yourself to our audience today?
1: Yeah, my name is Annie Karens. I'm a Worcester resident and I'm the associate director of A Christmas Carol at the Hanover Theatre.
0: Yay, So it is always, it is always so fun once all of the holiday stuff starts kicking in. I know in social media, I posted that it's like our holiday, like audition season and it feels kind of weird because it's not even Halloween yet, but (laughs) that's very much where our headspace is right now. And, um, with, you know, Nutcracker auditions happening and a Christmas carol auditions happening on September 11th, I wanted to have you in the studio today to kind of talk to us a little bit about that.
1: Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here.
0: Of course. So first off, you did already have a Christmas Carol auditions for the adult roles. So do do we want to cover that first?
1: I'm um, sure. Yeah. Uh, so we had um, a couple opportunities for adults to audition in the show. Um, over the last three seasons, actually, we've started to attend an audition in Boston called the Stage Source Auditions. Um, and that is open to adults and children as well. Um, Those this year were on uh, at the beginning of April. So we attended that both virtually via self-tape submissions and um, in person. There was um, around two days of, uh, of auditions in Boston. So we attended those in April and then we had our own Equity Principle video submissions in July. So that was July 1st. Um, we had uh, actors submit tapes for us and we reviewed all of the footage um, and are really excited about the cast that we have put together for this season.
0: And you were talking about the the number of tapes that you get submitted each season. Um, do you want to kind of tell us a little bit about that and that how you I know you you and Troy like are combing through that thing or yeah. all those submissions
1: Yeah, absolutely. First off, I just want to thank any actor that's submitted a video submission to us either this season or in seasons past. Um, We know that it takes a lot of time for the actors to put those tapes together. And it's a different skill set in 2022 than was expected of actors, maybe even in 2014. So you have actors having to set up, you know, backdrops, potentially sound equipment, figure out how they're going to... uh, have their phone or their device um, is st- stood up for their audition. Uh, so I want to thank everyone that has submitted tapes for us. Um, and yeah, this year for Stage Source, I believe there are about 300 video submissions. Um, those were both from equity actors and non equity actors. Uh, and then we had about uh, 50 or so, I'd say for video submissions for our July call. So, so far it's been a little bit more manageable than last year. We had a lot more uh, tapes sent to us. Um, But yeah, we're looking forward to our youth auditions, which are coming up and those are going to be on September 11th.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And so you're talking about 350 plus um, tapes that you have to review and on top of the in-person auditions that you have. So out of all of these submissions, how large is the actual cast when everything is done and finalized?
1: Yeah. So the cast is just under 30. Thirty. We have about nine roles for youth performers, and the rest are adult performers. But um, we're right around thirty for the cast size. So yeah, it is. Um, it is the the beauty and the curse of the industry that you um, have to take so many performers into consideration, and uh, that so many performers are interested in being a part of a Christmas Carol at the Hanover Theater, but also that the reality is. We can't cast every single person. So at this point, I I think we've had uh, over 600 applicants um, for the show uh, over the past several months. Um, and again, there's, there's just uh, the cast size of 30, um, which is actually a pretty large cast size for um, a show being done uh, in in our theater. Um but yeah, so it, again it's 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 heartbreaking and joyful at the same time.
0: Yeah, and I mean we're not just casting in Worcester, right? So you said that you were out and you know casting in other other cities and you know getting submissions from really anywhere. Um so I think it's I think it's a really incredible project. Every year I'm like totally amazed from like start to finish when we actually get to December when we finally get to the show like it's just it's very um I want to say fulfilling (laughs) I'm not even on the casting side that's a great Um, word I'm just in the marketing end of it but I every year I'm just like so shocked and so like just excited to work on this project um so we'll circle back to the adult roles um in a little bit but let's talk about youth auditions so September 11th what um what can people expect when they're when they're rolling up to the theater on that day
1: Sure. So first of all, if you're rolling up to the theater that day, hopefully you visited the website and signed up for an appointment. We are seeing, um, kids on September 11th from 1230 to 530. Um, so you can sign up for a specific hour block of time. Um, and the, uh, actual audition process will only take, from three to five minutes. So you roll up to the theater and hopefully you've prepared a side. You can find them all on our website. There is, like I said, nine different roles. So there is different lines for each, um, for each character to prepare. And, uh, so hopefully you have that with you or you have it in your brain. Um, and then find an accessible parking spot either in the garage across the street or on street. Um, you'll, Go to the event center. Um, in the McDonough room is where we have our holding for the auditions, and then um, and then you will check in with our monitor, Lisa. Um, and and uh, when you go into the room, you'll be greeted by the associate directors of the show, that's myself and Steve Gagliastro, and the artistic director of the show, Troy Siebels, who is also the president and CEO of the Hanover Theater. So one at a time, we're going to see each audition applicant, and they get to choose whether they want to start with their vocal portion or their acting portion of their audition.
0: That's that's great. <laughs> um, and if you haven't visited the theater in a little bit, uh, we do have some construction outside. And so, part of that construction has now extended to the sidewalk that leads from the theater entrance and the conservatory entrance. So just be mindful when you're when you're showing up that you might have to go and enter um, to the left. You you might have to cross the street a little further down than you usually would. But just FYI, so that we all know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Thank you for mentioning that. And as you may or may not know, This is the same day that we are holding the Nutcracker auditions. So the Nutcracker auditions will be held, correct me if I'm wrong, Ashley, um, on the main stage, which is the front entrance by the box office, Mm -hmm. um, whereas the Christmas Carol auditions are going to be held um, at the Conservatory Event Center entrance. um, And we are on the second floor, um, which is accessible by an elevator. Yep.
0: So uh, I don't want anyone to get turned around. And if you need any help, of course, you can just ask like one of our team members and they would be happy to assist you and um, help you, you know, make your way to your audition at an appropriate time, too. (laughs) Okay. so um, let's talk a little bit about, you know, the the youth roles themselves. What is available for all of our young actors.
1: Sure. So we have um, a wide range of roles available, and I do encourage anyone interested in A Christmas Carol to familiarize themselves with the story of A Christmas Carol. You can get the book online. There are synopsises online. There is also some great film adaptations. So I would familiarize yourself with the storyline because we do do a pretty traditional telling. Our production is set in 19th century London town um, and it follows our protagonist, Ebenezer Scrooge. So one of the first youth roles that's available is young Scrooge. So it's the youngest version of Scrooge that we see when he travels to the past. Um, That character also has a sister, Fan Scrooge, um, who's slightly younger. So that's um, an interesting pairing that we look for in our audition process. Somebody that looks like they might be an older brother type versus a younger sister type um, fan also um, is a little bit uh, sickly at this point in the show so that's something that you might um, do some research on or think about how you could portray that in the character in the lines because she has a very energetic monologue but is not necessarily the healthiest child so we're looking for kids that might be able to play that nuance a little bit. Um, those characters also both speak with a British accent. Um, and again, they pair with our adult Ebenezer Scrooge, who's been cast. So we're looking for someone that's going to feel in the realm of uh that type and that actor. Um, by contrast, we have our Cratchit family. Um, which this year we have Sri Ramamani returning as our Bob Cratchit. Yay! Yay! And Alka Nair returning as our Mrs. Cratchit.
0: Yay! <laughs> Yay!
1: And in this portrayal of the production, um, these characters are Indian immigrants. So we're looking for four Cat- Cratchit children of uh, South Asian or Indian descent to portray Tiny Tim, who's the youngest, Cratchit, Um Usually around four, three, because we refer to him as tiny. Um, and when I do speak of genders with these characters, I'm speaking of the characters' genders, not the actors' genders. And the same with age ranges. We want kids that look in the vein of a certain age range, look younger or older than their siblings, but not necessarily. Tiny Tim is seven and Belinda is nine. Um, so that's something for parents to be aware of in kids as well. Um, And so we have Tiny Tim, Belinda Cratchit, uh, who's a nice contrast to Tiny Tim, full of energy, loves life. Um, Then we have uh, Peter Cratchit, who's uh, who who can be a a wide range of ages. Um, And again, everybody is very, uh, very brotherly and nurturing to tiny Tim. So that's a quality that we look for in Peter and then Martha Cratchit, who's the oldest Cratchit child in our production. And she actually has a job and we don't always see her all the time. She's not always at the house. Um, so that's usually an actor in a teenage range. Um, and yeah, those are the, the four Cratchit characters. And we have um, our wonderful ghost of Christmas past is um, cast as a child in our production. We uh, do a nice pairing, parallel storyline of the little match girl. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're referencing Hans Christian Andersen's character, which was written around the same time. So I believe Christmas Carol is... 1843 and I think the little match girl was 1845 so right <laughs> they're very close um literary characters uh, but yeah that is the only character that has a vocal solo so if you have a beautiful singing voice um I would definitely look into that role um it's another character that's typically um speaking in a British accent but doesn't have to be um, there's lots of things that we can explore because that's a spirit character, so you mm-hmm. have a lot to play with. um, and there's not dissimilar to Scrooge where you're looking for a younger version of that character past past is own entity
0: yeah I think I think for your ghost of Christmas present you've done like um I think one of them had done like a Jamaican accent before so I think that yeah that's very cool if you can kind of like switch that up every now and then
1: yeah and it's it's always nice when actors come in and make it their own so the choice that you speak of was a choice that Ty Roberson who played present last year um came up with and he's returning this year and so we're excited to see if we are going to continue exploring um, that accent for that character and that background um, and just the, the ghosts are just there's so much to explore with their background there's so much that's in the text but that's not in the text um because we do refer to it with christmas carol we refer to the charles dickens text quite a bit in this production um so yeah that's again that's something great to build on if you're auditioning for the show mm-hmm. on September 11th.
0: <laughs> and um, I'm trying to think of other youth roles. I think there is a turkey boy. There <laughs> is a that...
1: turkey boy. Yes. there. Um, And I believe we do a news boy. So the turkey boy also is a... a Similar to Think Newsies vibes, um, but a different time period. Uh, we have a newsboy uh, who sells papers around town. So he's selling in other scenes. He's a vendor that we see um, who contrasts with the Little Match Girls experience in our show. Um, so that's a character that, again, the, the Turkey Boy newsboy track is full of energy, not afraid of anything, um, sort of a wide range of age and types for that other than it's important that that character is very confident um often uses a cockney accent in the show so it's slightly lower class um accent uh and yeah and has a great scene with scrooge at the end of the show after Mm -hmm. scrooge has become very (laughs) merry and the turkey boy's like what (laughs) yeah
0: doing the double take yes
1: Um, I'm trying to think if I'm missing any roles. We do usually cast an, an ensemble role. Um, so we'll have a character that typically plays in the schoolyard scene with young Scrooge. Um, this character typically plays what we have nicknamed the mean girl character. So <laughs> mean girls, watch out. <laughs> there is a mean girl in Chris's carol who um, in the book at She is taunting Scrooge in this scene, and the older version of Scrooge is watching himself being taunted by the schoolyard children, so Mm. we usually have an actress who plays that role, so we're looking for somebody sort of fiery.
0: So (laughs) not a Regina George type, but, like,
1: (laughs) in the same vein. In the vein. Like, Regina George, but, like, 19th century Uh, London town right (laughs) in a boarding school right (laughs) (laughs) super similar definitely wears pink probably not
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay so um I want to circle back to Tiny Tim specifically because something that I found out when I started working here is Tiny Tim has been um the the actors that have been playing Tiny Tim um have been um young girls which I didn't know until I was here and looking through old photos. So I think that, um, you know, that really opens up that audition pool for that yeah. character.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I honestly think it's been every other year that we've had um, a, a performer who's identified as female versus a performer as male. Um, I think my first, my first Tiny Tim was Millie Chu, the lovely Millie Chu. Um, and last year we had – the lovely Sri Chitra Prasadula, and they were both female Tiny Tim's. Um, so yeah, it's it's open. We're open again. All the characters were open to any gender identities. Um, we just refer to them in the show as a certain pronoun based on the text of Dickens. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So let's circle back. I know that some of our adult cast has already been finalized. So what kind of what kind of tea can you spill today?
1: well um let's see what kind of tea can i spill so we do have our um jacob marley returning from last year we had uh john peterson um broadway actor who's wonderful from the uk wonderful dancer spent many years touring with cats um
0: he's so so nice he's
1: he's really nice (laughs) he's he's great and i actually did um the Rocky Horror Show with him at the Foothills Theater many years ago and he was the frankenfurter and just just a stunning individual.
0: Now that's on a twist that's a twist on a Christmas Carol. <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally. Um, so we have John Peterson coming back we have the lovely Anita Hollander coming back as Charwoman um, she is the National Chair of Disabilities for sag Us. so we're really excited to have her in the folds. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Tiny Tim, she actually very graciously um, worked with our Tiny Tim, who in the show, Tiny Tim, uses a crutch um, and has, uh, has uh, health conditions, has a sickness in the show, um, which is not specifically defined in the text, but we um, typically portray it as... That Tiny Tim would have had. Um, Anita is actually an actress who is disabled. She has a limb difference. She does not have a leg, she lost it to cancer. Um, so she actually helped our Tiny Tim work with uh, the crutches last year. So we were really grateful to have her donate her time for that and um, are really excited to have her back in the show and building on so much of what we found with the charwoman last year.
0: Yeah, A Christmas Carol seems to really become like a big family at the end of the whole process. That's very sweet.
1: Yeah, something I've always loved about A Christmas Carol is that um, in addition to being an audience tradition, it's also an actor tradition. Um, It's the most produced show in the world, um, and, and it's taught widely. So as a result, actors perform it often. People have played... For example, our uh, stage manager this year, Erin Swank, actually played fan when she was a little girl, and she's going to be stage managing our production. Um, I played Martha Cratchit back in the day. I'm sure many of our cast members have played different roles in the show over the years, and it's really nice to get together, um, regardless of whether you've done those Performances together, where you've done those adaptations of Christmas Carol together, and find a new way to tell the story every year. It feels, literally, to me like decorating Christmas tree with your favorite ornaments. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
0: and a couple new ones,
1: and a couple new ones.
0: Yeah, I mean that's me. I always have to get <laughs> new ornaments every year. But um that's that is that is amazing. And um, is is there any other tea that you can spill at this time, or should we save it for later?
1: I don't know. Have we been spilling the teas? (laughs)
0: Always. (laughs) Well, just just a little bit at a time.
1: Well, we do have uh, probably the biggest tea to spill is we do have a brand new Scrooge this year. Um, We have John Little coming in as Scrooge. He was on the national tour of Cabaret. He actually worked with John Peterson, who is our Jacob Marley on that tour, Um, and we're really excited to have. John and John, (laughs) um, as Scrooge and Marley this year, it should be really confusing in the rehearsal room, but we're really excited to have such, um, seasoned actors coming to Worcester and sharing their talents with us and, uh, just being wonderful, warm, lovely people as well.
0: Yeah, and if you were at our Christmas in July event, you got kind of a little bit of the taste of that holiday spirit, and you met some of our, you know, treasured Christmas carol friends, so um, we can't wait to dive back into the full season with you this December. Um, and those Christmas carol dates, if we haven't covered that yet, are December 17th through the 23rd, so it's important to know if you are auditioning for this, you need to be available at that time. <laughs>
1: One hundred percent, yes. If you are interested in being a part of the show and auditioning, we are having auditions on September 11th. Um, You can either come in person or submit a video. Our first day of rehearsal will be November 25th, the day after Thanksgiving. And our opening for the show, as Ashley just said, is December 17th. Uh, If you have more questions, you can check the website, thehanovertheater.org. If you go to Shows and Tickets and you... Click that banner, you will be brought to a page where you can see audition opportunities. Click on audition opportunities and you can
0: find lots of information there. Yeah, for this and for the Nutcracker auditions. And if you can't find it, if you need extra help, just shoot us a message. I manage our social media, so Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, (laughs) Twitter. (laughs) And
1: we Uh, also have a specific auditions email, auditions at org. that you can reach out and I will respond to you directly.
0: Yes. And if you are a part of our email list um, and you've checked out that you're interested in audition opportunities, you might have received an email from us as well. So um, check your inbox. All right, Annie, thank you so much for joining us again on Behind the Scenes. It is always a pleasure. Do you have any parting words for our audience today?
1: Break a leg.
0: All right. You heard it here. Uh, We'll see you on the main stage this December 17th through 23rd. I can't wait. We'll be back next week with more behind the scenes.